This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, a show that makes time travel a little bit easier. Today is February 20th, 2020. The day was February 20th, 1805. American abolitionist Angelina Grimke was born. She's not to be confused with her great niece, Angelina Weld Grimke, who was born in 1880 and was a writer who gained popularity during the Harlem Renaissance. The Angelina Grimke we're talking about today was a white Southern woman who was an activist and women's rights advocate. Grimke was born in Charleston, South Carolina, to a slave-owning family. She was the 14th and last child born to John Foshol Grimke and Mary Smith Grimke. Her father was a Revolutionary War veteran and a prominent politician and judge in South Carolina. Her mother came from a wealthy family that included governors. Grimke's family had a home in Charleston and a plantation in the country. Enslaved people worked the land, producing rice and cotton. They also worked as household servants. Grimke's parents were fully invested in following the dictates of white upper-class society in the South. Her father prohibited Angelina and her sisters from getting an education. Angelina was very close to her older sister, Sarah. As they witnessed the atrocities of slavery that their parents were complicit in, their opposition to the institution grew. In 1819, Sarah went to Philadelphia and New Jersey with their father, who was sick and seeking medical assistance. Their father died in New Jersey, but Sarah stayed in Philadelphia for a while and was introduced to Quakerism. Quakers are members of a religious group with Christian roots in mid-17th century England. They were largely concerned with human rights and often held anti-slavery views. Sarah soon joined the Quakers, returning to South Carolina briefly before she moved to Philadelphia. Following Sarah's lead, Angelina also became a Quaker. In 1829, after having difficulty advocating for the anti-slavery cause in the South, she also moved to Philadelphia. There, she joined the Philadelphia Female Anti-Slavery Society. In 1835, Grimke wrote a letter to William Lloyd Garrison, a founder of the American Anti-Slavery Society and publisher of the abolitionist newspaper, The Liberator. In the letter, she praised Garrison and wrote about slavery and abolitionism. Garrison published it without her consent, and it got a lot of pushback from the Quaker community, who did not approve of her radical support of abolitionism. Despite this disapproval and the fact that she had not asked for her letter to be printed, the letter gained national attention, and Angelina became more involved with the abolitionist movement. She read more anti-slavery texts and went to lectures. In 1836, she published the pamphlet An Appeal to Christian Women of the South, condemning slavery and urging Southern women to free enslaved people and pay them wages. She continued to write abolitionist pamphlets and speak out against slavery. Angelina and Sarah began giving anti-slavery lectures and organizing women's anti-slavery groups around the Northeast. They toured in New York, New Jersey, and Massachusetts. Though many of their lectures were attended by women only, some of their lectures were attended by men and women. 
Their lectures were already controversial since they said slavery was anti-Christian, exposed the horrors of slavery, and criticized slaveholding Southerners and Northerners who were complicit in the system. But their lectures in front of so-called mixed audiences also fueled accusations of unwomanly behavior. The sisters began to link the anti-slavery cause to the issue of women's rights. They continued writing and spoke at the anti-slavery convention of American women, even as their role as outspoken women in the movement was heavily criticized. Angelina married Thomas Weld, another abolitionist, in 1838. And the next year, the sisters published the book, American Slavery As It Is, testimony from a thousand witnesses. They also continued circulating anti-slavery petitions and attending meetings but they stopped giving public lectures on the cause and retreated from the forefront of abolitionist activism. Angelina supported Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War and advocated for women's rights and suffrage after the war. She also helped run a couple of schools with Sarah. She died in Boston in 1879. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Have a hard time staying present as you mindlessly scroll through social media? Lucky for you, we're stuck in the past. At T-D-I-H-C podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our email address is thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow, same place. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.